I'm Laura Allen, and this is Hello Thoughts. Have you ever accidentally winked at someone? That's something you you really, you can't take that back. But someone who I wink at often, and I I never want to take back those winks, and she winks at me just, just the same amount. We wink at each other. Only hers is way, way cuter. Her whole face kind of has to do the wink. It's not just the eye. It's like the whole side of that face just trying, trying to get the best wink out. My gorgeous, amazing, I can't say it enough, extraordinary daughter, Ruby Jane Allen. She is so, so just delightful I if if you ever come across her you instantly will know all the things that I mean when I say she's extraordinary and uh, I'm so proud to be her mom and I know my husband Taylor is so proud to be her dad so I had him on to follow Ruby and I's conversation just thought it would be fun to kind of talk about her and her journey and just us as parents having to, you know, just be her parents. And it it was a fun conversation, a little, little challenging. We both have a lot to say about our story and, but it was really nice to kind of talk with him and reflect on some of the stuff. Like I, I mentioned at one point, it's so busy life is just so crazy so many things involved you never have time to kind of just sit and reflect on on all the moments and kind of how you got to this place it's it's a rare moment you get to do that so it was nice to do that with him we had so much support with one another all those years of Ruby growing up and and we will continue. So it, it's very nice. We're very lucky to have one another to lean on and rely on. I know that not everyone has that, so it's never taken for granted. Um, and yeah, we're just both so proud of her and all she's accomplished in such a short amount of time. She kind of charged into our life and you know so unexpectedly but in such a beautiful way she's brought so much joy and wonder and you know happiness into our life and the understanding of dedication I mean I don't think either one of us we're very dedicated people but never have been so dedicated to something in in all our life so She's wonderful. Um, we talk about her her struggles, you know, coming up and, and uh, a little bit of her developmental delays and um, uh, in time getting diagnosed with uh, high-function ASD. And, you know, we kind of talk through those things. And it's something that so many families struggle with and... You know, Taylor and I never really felt like, okay, we're going to go 
when all that was happening and you have all this pressure on you and you you're so nervous and and just trying to find your way you know I remember some of the people being like oh well there's your family groups and all this stuff and we we never did that um again him and I are very lucky to have each other's support but I think the other thing is you know kind of coming to terms with everything that was going on and it's a little nerve-wracking to speak to other people sometimes because you don't know how they approach it you don't know what their struggles are and how they see you know the big picture and him and I quickly kind of got to a place where we weren't going to just dwell on the future I mean it's so easy to just kind of your baby, your child is kind of dealing with all these struggles in a sense and you start to project and think long term and what what's happening but it kind of felt like it would interfere with the things that we needed to accomplish right then and there and uh, you know I'm just really grateful for him. I'm so impressed and proud of Ruby and all her you know, just motivate, little motivation, you know, kids are so amazing. And, and she's shown me that 10 times over. Um, and just, I speak a lot about the therapy and, and how being a part of therapy as a parent is, is what you need to do to help, you know, have the tools to succeed. And I'm so ever grateful to all her therapists that came in and and helped and uh, taught me and taught Taylor how to really connect with our child and and help any of the interruptions that were happening at the time. There's still tools that we use to this day because we're kind of on autopilot. You know, you learn all these strategies and you just, you like Taylor says, at one point you keep them handy. And it's it's been something that's changed things forever. And we're just super grateful to all her therapists that we had. Um, yeah, they, they linger in the heart. So um, if you are someone dealing with this, um, so many variations of it too, you know, we only know her story and you know, um, how we've felt along the way, but, you know, never, ever lose hope. Um, trust yourself. You know, it's hard when, especially at a very, very, very young age, you just have all these people kind of feeding you this information. You know, you have these doubts. They're in front of you. You're their parent. Um, day in, day out, if you have thoughts about it and you are nervous, it's as simple as getting them evaluated. And like Taylor also mentions, you know, not letting those pressures of other people weigh at you. Just do it, you know. Um, so trusting your instincts you are their parent. Don't let other people, oh, no, 
don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Get in the way. Uh, so, yeah. And just being involved as a parent always is, is the biggest thing. Our, our children need us in, in a bigger way than I've ever even known. So, anyway, here is to my beautiful daughter. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you enjoy your family and your friends in a safe, safe way. Please, for the love of God, be safe. Don't be dumb. And uh, I'm, I'm ever so thankful for these two beautiful people. My number one, Ruby and Taylor. Thank you guys for being you. Enjoy. Well, here I have my most favorite guest yet. The beautiful, my inspiration. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Inside and out. My daughter, Ruby Jane. Oh, go ahead. Please introduce yourself. Ruby Jane Allen. A little closer. Say it again. My name is Ruby Jane Allen. And how old are you? Um, six and a half. Don't forget the half, right? Mm-hmm. You're growing fast on me, girl. <laughs> growing up fast. Those legs are getting longer every day. Yeah. And almost all my pants are too short on me. Yep. It's, like it's time to do a, do a new... Uh, we're, we're going up a size. She's getting tall, folks. Yep. Um, so w- what's going on here today? What, what do we have going on? So we're playing I Spy with my little eye. One of our favorites. So it's a game, actually. It's not like um, where you say I spy with my little eye, I see something grayer. It's not like that. So, you get a card. You pick a card. It's a board game. Yes. So, you get a card, and then it tells you what options you have to find. And then you have to flip it on one side, and then you have to get the board. And then you have to pick all... As as fast as you can, because you want to beat the other player at finding it. And this is what happens. Oh. When she finds it, she dings it. And I think that's her favorite part. Yeah. So, out of all the games you have, what is your favorite thing to play? Hmm. Um, whoopsie. Maybe, guess who? That's a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah, you like to you like to pick up and be certain characters on the board. <laughs> you yeah. usually you want to be a girl, I think. Yeah. Is that the story? Yeah. 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 Cuz I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. I remember always when I played Clue, which we've introduced yes. to you a little bit. Um when I played Clue, I remember always wanting to be Scarlet. <laughs> that was my that was my choice. And you have Scarlet Red right now. Oh, Your yeah. Mic my mic is red. My mic is red. 
Mm-hmm. My my daughter's name is Ruby. I used, I used to have a thing for red. I li- I liked red. Now I've moved on. What's your favorite color? Mm, maybe purple and pink. Purple and pink. And turquoise. Too. In, in that order? or mm, Purple, pink, uh, purple, turquoise, and then pink. Okay. Mine is green, if you were I wondering. Know. You know, so you weren't wondering. Um, so, so what's your, what's your favorite thing to do outside, Ruby? I don't know. Maybe play with, um, my baby sister. Mm-hmm. Her name is Roxy. I usually call her Roxy, but her real name is Roxanne Ray. Roxanne Ray? Yeah. I remember when mommy was pregnant and we were talking about names, you wanted the name either Perla <laughs> or Joanne. I changed my mind. I, I, I changed my mind. You did? Of that. I think Roxy is definitely better than those names. Oh, those were great names, but I thought it was funny. We thought it was funny <laughs> when you when we told you it was going to be Roxanne. You said, but that's a grown-up name. <laughs> and I was like, one of the names you're you're choosing is Joanne, which I find to be a very grown-up name. <laughs> so that was funny. Because one of my teachers, one of my preschool teachers was Joanne, and I was in preschool. And you and you liked her a lot, yeah, yeah. Miss Jo. You always used to compliment, she said you used to compliment her hair and her nails and her <laughs> outfit every day. You're a lady full of compliments. The, yep. sec- the second you see a, a woman in like something floral or <laughs> yeah. fancy nails or yes. anything like that, you're I like, like a fancy ring. Mm-hmm. You love it, right? <laughs> yeah. You're very fancy. What did mommy and daddy surprise you with? A fancy what? A fancy new grown up room. Yeah. We made a little little area for you, right? Yep. And you deserve that. This has been a, a hard, a hard year. Turning six, right, right after your birthday, March third. Yep. We had a party for you, right? A birthday party, yeah, which yeah. was awesome. And then, uh, and then quarantine hit. Yeah. Yeah. But but what are we hopeful for? We're hopeful that um, the sickness goes away, and yeah, and we can get back to normal, right? Yep. Trying to make the best of it, being with family, the way we are, right? Yep. Yeah. Now you're starting school. You're yep, you're a busy grade. bee. First grade is tough. Learning lots of new things. You're doing wonderfully, though. Thank you. You're welcome. So, so if you were to be a superhero, what what would you want your power to be? Maybe. You are a superhero in my eyes have supervision like so like you can uh, see I said eyes 
And now she's thinking supervision. Go and, ahead. Um, and another one is, um, so like having other superheroes' powers. Like I could um, do whatever powers at any time, like Wonder Woman's power. or. So would you whatever. have to be with them in order to kind of like absorb their powers have have their powers come to you or no. you could just snap your fingers and all One, of a sudden two, you're yep that's cool i like that <laughs> and what what's your name ruby well yes but what's your superhero name sunday ooh sunday She's so, about to take all your powers. And another one. Uh, another like ice power? cream sundae, you mean, not the day of the week, right? Yeah. <laughs> I meant ice cream sundae. Um, another power that I would want, like, is, like, to shoot, um, like, ice cream toppings at somebody. <laughs> Maybe that would just like change them to automatically be good. They'd be like, oh, forget this negativity. I'm going with the the sweet whipped cream that's all over me now. Yep. So, so, um, what'd you say? Go ahead, say it. What? I don't know. You're trying to whisper something to me. Go ahead, tell me. So I could hear you. I, I thought I thought that you were gonna say something. <laughs> what was I gonna say? I didn't know. Remind me. You have to remind me of things a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember every single moment. You are. You do. Your mind is filled with lots of memories, and you you retain like information time, very easily. The time that I was very little, and um. One of my friends put a muffin in my dollhouse, my little dollhouse. What happened? They, so they, so like they crumbled a muffin in my dollhouse. Oh no! <laughs> well, and that stuck with you. Well, that was like when I was like two. <laughs> I think you were probably like three or four, maybe four. Maybe three. Yeah. Three. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So, Ruby, you happen to love pranks, don't you? Yes. What is it about a prank that is so funny to you? So, like, so, like, um, like, seeing the person's face, being, like, surprised or, like, yeah, um, fun, like, laughing, it just feels funny, and... So, on April Fool's Day, can I tell you the pranks that I did? Yeah. Tell us. Okay, so, to Mommy. So first Oh, I we, remember well. We were going outside. I said, how about I pack some cream cheese crackers that we could... Um, enjoy? Enjoy. And then I said, yeah. And then, she, I mean, she said, yeah. And... We open, so like her, like, her and her father. So we open the cracker, 
And then we put mommy's toothpaste in it that you can't swallow. She liked that part for some reason. <laughs> like we, I was I, as soon as I and then you said what? You said, "Oh, mommy, here's some delicious cream, cream cheese, cheese crackers. crackers. Try them." So sweetly and you're you have the sweetest voice. And you said that to me and I said, "Oh, okay, thank you, Ruby." And then she ate it. I ate it and it was disgusting. And then I said, oh, actually, as I chewed for a second, it's not the worst prank that you could have done. The yeah, worst prank was definitely what you did to dad. Yes. So let me tell you what we did to daddy. I put it far, far on him because he knew he was going to get a prank from me. But I did it at a suspicious time. After we go right outside, mm -hmm. I waited a little while, and then I did the prank. So the prank was I was going to put, like, all these gross things into the smoothie, into a smoothie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I put, like, onions and ketchup, and it was so gross. He, um... Pickle juice, pickle I think, was in there. That was in poppies. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And it was just disgusting to him. He said, what did you put in there? And I said, I put onions and <laughs> all the stuff. Not the kind of smoothie anyone would want to drink. No. It was funky. Funky, funky. Yeah. Gross. So, Ruby, what, what, when you think about your life ahead, your journey ahead, what do you, what are some things that you want in your life? What, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. Maybe a scientist. And, um, That's a good one. And a teacher. A teacher. Mm-hmm. You would be and a wonderful a teacher. And a singer, too. You have a beautiful voice. What's your favorite song to sing? Um, Someday by Zombies. What is it? Someday? Someday from Zombies. Oh, yeah. Zombies is a... Disney movie, and um, it's on Disney+. Plus. And it's like a musical, right? Yeah, it's a musical, and it's like this girl has a crush on um, this zombie, and yeah. But so he's not like a scary see. zombie. No, but the, when this it's a generation of zombies that like lost. They don't really. They don't act like zombies really much anymore. They no. look like zombies a little bit, right? Yeah, but when they take their Z bands off. That's what, that's what makes them zombies. Oh, yeah, then they kind of do turn, I forgot, they kind of do turn a little scary. Yeah, so they have like veins Ooh. all over them. <laughs> like, it's, it's good makeup, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good animation. Very good. And there's a second one out, but it left a cliffhanger. So we're waiting for that for third, third one. one. Yeah. Can't wait. 
Yeah, we just can't. If wait. you could, you love movies and and shows. Yes. You definitely take after Daddy. I mean, I've grown to love me- movies, but uh, Daddy is obsessed with movies. Yes. If you could, you have all these new ones that we've shown you now that you're getting older, and you know we've been just we've kinda... been talking about that, like which. Like, which movie do you want to be in? Yeah, like, which one would you ever want to really live out and be in, be part of? Zombies. Zombies now? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I like high school. I like high school movies. High school movies? Yeah, you like to think about being a little bit older? Yeah. Yeah? What about being a little bit older is appealing to you? What what do you like about it? Um, well, you get to do a lot of things, and you get to have a phone. Oh, a phone, yeah. And you get to see what you're going to be. Yeah, kind of like start the journey to yeah. being what you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. All your high school time, that's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. You have a long way to go before you get there, but uh, first grade really, I think, is starting all that work for you. Yep. You have to work hard, and it's, it's it's all good. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're approaching Thanksgiving, and a and mommy... And going to come. Oh, oh, Birdie is who? Our elf. And we have another elf. Um, we don't know who her name is because it's our baby sister's elf and it's a baby elf. And it's Yeah, last girl. year, Roxanne's first Christmas, a little, little baby elf appeared. Yeah, a little tiny baby elf. So Ruby named her elf Birdie when she first got... Because got I was him. like three and I said... He flies. He, he flies. Back and forth to the North Pole. Like a birdie. <laughs> exactly. So, so birdie comes right after Thanksgiving. Yes. But right, usually the day after. And that's perfect timing because we usually decorate our house. Yeah, we do. That next day. Yeah. That way we get to enjoy the whole month of December. Yes. With lots of Christmas joy, right? What are we going to do about the tree this year? We have a little monster. Her name is Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) We will figure it out. Hopefully. Hopefully she doesn't knock the tree down. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe we're going to have to take the little tree down this year. We'll be all right. We'll make sure of it. Yeah. So with Thanksgiving approaching... Mommy thought that it would be awesome to have you on because you're one of the things I'm most, most grateful for. Yes. You, you, Roxanne, Daddy. So I thought it'd be fun to talk to you before uh, I release this before Thanksgiving. What's some things that you're grateful for? Um, my family and um, what we have and... My sister being here. Yeah. Yep. That's a beautiful thing. We are very, very, very lucky, right? Yep. And good thing the baby's sleeping because if she was 
Awake, she would be destroying these cords by now. <laughs> you got that right, girlfriend. Yeah. She would be messing the pod- podcast. Podcast up. Mm-hmm. Well, Ruby, I love you more than anything in this world. Thank you for being you. <laughs> You're so special. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Is there anything you want to say to, to the listeners before we go? Um, and just be you. Peace. Bye. Do you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Hi. Hi. It is Ruby here again. And this time, I'm going to be asking my mom, Laura, some questions. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm ready for it. Okay, so the first question is, what's your favorite holiday? Since a holiday is coming up, I thought, maybe. That is a good question. Um, My favorite holiday... My favorite holiday is Christmas. I'm joining you on that. It's Christmas. I mean, I, especially now being a mom, I love watching you on Christmas morning. There's really (laughs) nothing better than that. Yeah. So, it's very magical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and the cookies are fun, too. I like making cookies. Making cookies is and maybe this year we could leave some candy canes for Santa too. That sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. And maybe we could we um put some of the milk for the reindeer too. Mhm. That sounds like a good idea. And we can make the oats. Sometimes the reindeer likes the oats. Oh, they like oats. I was going to say I don't know if they drink milk. I think oh. Santa drinks the milk. Yeah, I guess we'll do it to Santa. <laughs> yeah. He needs to wash down the cookies. And maybe we could give some of um, our American Girl doll milk to Birdie. <laughs> oh. A oh, yeah, there's a little cup. That's yeah. right. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So he could drink some milk, too. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. What else? I don't know. <laughs> Can we do a would you rather? Sure. So some of you don't know would you rather. So we're going to teach you how to play. So first the person says, would you rather? Would you rather? And then you give what to? Pour a cake on. Two options. Yeah. Two options. But the person only can pick one. Mm -hmm. Would you rather put a cake on your head, like smush a cake on your head? Mm -hmm. Ew. Or smush a pie in your face? Um, I think smush a pie in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it like a whipped cream pie or is it like a cherry pie with all the syrupy... It's just, just like a regular 
strawberry pie. Or like a an apple pie like that. I think yeah. the cake then. I don't like sticky. The, all those pies are well, full of like that sticky syrup. I meant like strawberry. Strawberry. Like strawberry. Okay. I would do that. Yeah. It sounds fun, actually. Well, I meant like whipped a lots of whipped cream. lots of whipped cream if there's lots of whipped cream i'm with you i'm going with the strawberry whipped cream pie in the face yeah and then you just get to like lick some of it off mm. Mm. that's the bestest part you could lick the whipped cream and the pie i know you would not like that pie to get in your eyes though you do not like your eyes messed well with. you could we could close our eyes yep that is the most interesting laugh you've ever let out of your body (laughs) is this what six and a half laughter is like oh boy what's seven gonna be like My word, what is happening? She's getting a thrill out of her her ringer. Okay, now we're gurgling. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I've gone too far. (laughs) Just a tad. Okay, are we... Are, are we done? No. Are, no? No. Okay. I think, A big I think one more question we can handle. Yes. Only. <laughs> Would you rather mm-hmm. jump into our neighbor's yard, our mean neighbor's yard? Okay. Or would you rather go in the attic and put your face in the spider web? Oh. Wait, do I have to just go over to the neighbor's house? Well, just like to um, go into their pool and see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nosy. Nosy Nancy. Because once. Oh, boy. Okay, we don't need to talk about the neighbors. It, things are thrilling it over there. It was a It was a great day. It was a birthday. It was a birthday? <laughs> no, like... Oh, the birthday suit? Yeah. Yeah. In the pool. Yeah, our neighbor is... It's a, it's a, it's a what disaster. What if our neighbors hear that? There. Okay, let's cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll I'll choose the spider web. As long as no spider is roaming in there. Gross. In your face? Okay, we'll end it with me asking you one. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have to drink a full cup of pickle juice? Ew. Yeah. You did that to your your grandfather, Poppy. Poor, poor Poppy. Um. Okay. So, would you rather drink pickle juice or? Oh no, I, I'm scared. Or, of. or eat 
a full tomato? Pickle juice. Wow. You really do not like tomatoes. I do not. Ew. (laughs) 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 Okay, we're signing out. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace. All right, that was the beautiful Ruby Allen, everyone. And tonight I've brought on my my lovely husband, Ta- Taylor. Say hi to everyone. Hi. Yes, there he is. Am I the first returning guest? You are, you are. And, and it, I, I mean, although I want you on because I just want you on, but. It is also because of of who we had on and who we we just listened to. Right. You know. Our kid. Our kid. We made. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One of is our it, one of two. One of two. It's well, we'll get into that, but yeah, so you're my first returning guest, which I kind of intended on trying to do with some some of my guests anyway. Mm. I think it's kind of yeah. cool the thought to have like a chapter two so we'll most definitely have we'll have a chapter three for you don't you worry i agree because not with my chapter three but with the returning of guests because i always listen to uh shows and i'm like oh you had this person on and i kind of it's cool to listen to someone on a podcast or something but then you i think like the fear is like you don't want to have like um someone like saying the same stories or the same but mm-hmm. but if you bring somebody back like everyone has a a big life full of stuff so full, like full of stuff there's plenty to talk about an, another time exactly for people, so. and and the the people that you don't really know yeah. too well and you're getting to know on a podcast then it's like a whole right. another bag sure. of tricks yeah you're you're connecting more uh they get, good, they get a little more comfortable right. with you. Yeah. Which you're already comfortable with me, so mm-hmm. it, it works. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm comfortable <laughs> with you, and I'm comfortable on this couch. Physically. he's Both. He's, I, I actually thought maybe he should change his pants. I have, like, dress pants on right now. <laughs> he thought he was going to run to the store. And I didn't. And uh, he didn't. So he still has those babies on. Yep. And uh, I thought maybe he'd want to change them, but he he found yeah. them very comfortable. You know what it was so. for me was that that's the tipping point between because we haven't had any sleep in the past couple of weeks, and I um that this is the tipping point, the pants, the line in the sand of like me going to sleep okay. or staying awake. So this is like staying awake pants. <laughs> Because I'm like not fully comfortable, and that's good for this. Okay, right. We 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 brighten the room so the lights are on. So hopefully right. he doesn't start yawning. We're trying to make me feel as uncomfortable as possible. Right. Although <laughs> he's comfortable with me, yeah. Uh, and on the couch, he's he still has those yes things. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping him awake. You have to. So we, I had. Our daughter Ruby on yes uh, in in 
preparation for Thanksgiving. I mm-hmm. thought it would be good because obviously I am super thankful for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about what it's been like to be her parent and our journey as parents. Mm-hmm. So, so here we are. We found out that. So I found out. I don't. Don't you love when people say like we're pregnant? I get it, but yeah, it's annoying, right? I find it. I'm sorry, friends or anyone. It's corny. I just find it so weird. It is. It's like you're not like no, sir. You are not pregnant, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, okay, so we're on the same page. So I found out that I was pregnant, and it was it was like a major shocking moment Mm -hmm. okay um we all know how that happens but uh i was on birth control just to let you know Mm -hmm. so it was mighty shocking when when we found out that i was pregnant wouldn't you say yes yes (laughs) do you remember do you remember that day i do i was with um i was with (laughs) Working, I was with my friend KJ, and you called me. Yeah, I, I couldn't couldn't hold back. And I remember being totally. You were like, just don't say anything to anybody. And I was so like shocked and flabbergasted, kind of that he. I told him right away. <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah. was right next to me. And he's like, "What's the matter?" Like he he knew something crazy. Like just Taylor turned green. I just had like a look about me, yeah. and I could feel it. And he, so I just told him. Like, I think Laura's pregnant. And he's like, oh, he was really happy. And then I was excited. And I was pretty much excited when you told me. I, w- I had no, you were nervous. I feel like you were nervous. nervous. And, I, and I was as I well. Was, yeah. We were both nervous. But I feel like I initially was like, I'm all in on this. You were as well, but in a different way. You were more like cautiously optimistic. Like you were like, cautiously excited well i'll tell you exactly you, how i was yeah you, i was bugging the fuck out yeah. when i found out that i was pregnant and i couldn't wait i it must have been like a monday or tuesday i was off from work mm-hmm. i found out and i couldn't wait till four o'clock when you got home like i had to fucking call you mm-hmm. and i called you in hopes that I would kind of get the reaction that I, I, I just kind of expected you to be like over the moon because I knew you always wanted children. Yeah. And you were, my friend, you were kind of shocked yourself. And that kind of took me back a little bit because I was like, oh, so he's shocked, but he's supposed to be doing the calming he he's supposed to calm me down. It's funny that you say that because I was you felt like, the opposite. No, I was like holding back because I f- I could feel that you were nervous, oh, so I didn't want to seem overly like excited. over the top because I felt right. like that was like shitty. Oh, okay. If you were nervous, because right. I didn't know how you felt about it totally, so I didn't want to be like Whoa, like like so I didn't. <laughs> I was like I guess I don't I wasn't nervous, but I was. Definitely. It's just one of those things yeah, it's that just you're big just, news. I guess, unless you're trying or trying and, you know, people right. go through such a journey with all that. 
Um, but when when it's not totally in the picture and you're not expecting that and not then it's like even if you want children it's kind of like whoa yeah whoa mm-hmm. it's blindsided a big, yeah it's a big uh big bomb so so we found out the other thing is we were young mm-hmm. we were pretty young we were the first of yeah. any of our friends to get married and then it was years later it was like four years later but no one in our circle was even remotely on that page we had we had we have two friends that had kids but well had a kid way before us so they're like besides them sean and right and so there was really no one else besides sean and sarah that that had kids um like up until that point so like there was a big gap. I think it was like four or five years just about or, or four right. years at least from when they had Chloe till we found out. So like besides them, we were the only ones. And, and then we, and then we after really hadn't been with them all that much right. and come to find out now when you have kids, you realize, oh, that's what you were doing. Right. You know, you immediately. <laughs> I remember I remember immediately like completely understanding the past four years of Sean's life. Yeah. Not totally, obviously, but like so much more understanding. It just, it just, because I remember he would be like, I, I can't do this today. Um, I have to go to sleep at like seven 30 tonight. Cause, and I'm like, what are you t-? like? Even if I'm tired at seven 30, right. that's crazy. And now I'm like, I totally understand that right. like, or whatever right. it was like, that's a, not a great example. But. And you were like, Oh, you c- come on, you could do this or you can do that. And that's your personality with things like you, you often want to roll with the punches to yeah. like, and I am not that way. And that's why I was very fearful to have children. Right. Right. Like you're like, Oh, let's just do this. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, well, what about X, Y, and Z? How are we, how are we doing all this? Yeah, you think about things, which is good. Yeah, you, I need, just you need don't. to meet in the middle, right? I guess that's why it's it's good it works. that we're both. Yeah. Yeah, you're the voice of reason. I'm the wild card. Ooh. But then. He's wild. But sometimes that's very bad. So Danger. you have to like reel Danger. it in. But then sometimes things are too reeled in and I have to be like, come on, let's just get this dog or whatever. And then it's a bad idea, of course, usually. But right. sometimes it works. Right. I can't think of an example right now, but I'm sure it's <laughs> When it worked. works. Yeah, it's, it's not always easy having to be the voice of reason, I'll tell you that. No. I but don't sometimes, want to be. No, are you kidding me? Sometimes you're the wild card and I'm the voice of reason. It depends what the situation is. Uh, I think something just popped into his head. No, I'm just nothing specific, nothing, but right. I can tell you that it has happened. Right, obviously. right. So. so moving on. So I'm pregnant mm-hmm. and you're there. Mm-hmm. And I remember that year being like, oh, are we going to have one more goddamn wedding to go to? It was the year of it the wedding. It was the year of the weddings. And you were letting your freak flag I had fly. A, you were like, oh, yeah, I got my DD. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about Laura anymore drinking. Do you remember which it's party time one was like the one of the last ones? I think I remember it was 
our friend Tyler and Casey's wedding was one of the was last ones. Was it the last? You were pretty pregnant then, I think. And Yeah, I think we had one one more after that. But that one, I think, was my peak of like really letting it all out. Because I remember I threw up at the wedding at that one. Oh, no. Yeah, which I haven't I'm done. I'm sorry in... if you listen to this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but it's just, well, they know that. But I've... Um, it's been like years before that and since I had like thrown up from drinking. I think it was like a combination of eating like an amazing amount of food and There's drinking a lot and, and then dancing my ass off. Like the whole thing was just Not, like a I, mess. I refuse to call that dancing. It was more like jumping. Just jumping the whole time. Yeah, I was dancing that wedding. I was really, I remember kicking out the jams. He remembers. But. Vaguely. But yeah, it was a wild wedding season. Yeah, so every everything, it felt like for me, like everything just stopped mm-hmm. and everything was standing still and everything and everyone around me was still moving. Mm-hmm. And I remember trying to kind of like open up about that with you a little bit, but. Unless you're in it. Yeah. It's, it's hard it's, to understand. It is. I get it. Like I get what what you meant at the time and I get what you mean now with it, but like unless you're in that situation it's it's mm-hmm. like when when someone like the other day i put my head through a windshield right. i remember this is only days ago he, but like he's okay everyone. i'm okay but like i did it and as like after it happened mm-hmm. i watched my coworkers who like a lot of them knew like what happened or whatever and they were like oh you're all right yeah i'm okay and then i saw them like walking you know, around the shop and while I was like waiting to go to the emergency place, like they're all laughing right. about other stuff. And like, and I'm like, in your head, you're like, D- don't you know that I just like put my head through this windshield? Like, <laughs> but no one gives a fuck. Like not, not that they don't, but like they're living their life. It's right. like, they're not, they know I'm okay. And like that right. they're, they're moved on to the next thing. Right. And like, you have that feeling of like this crazy thing is happening to me. And no one else like everyone else just has their own life but right. but that's, that's how it is life, like right, right that's that it. is life like there's small moments where you're um you know like you can hone in on something or, or people can like focus on uh an aspect of you or like whatever is going on in your life or whatever but but there's never a a, a big chunk of time where you feel so isolated like that i would imagine Right. nine months of like of like you are the one that's pregnant and right. everyone else is doing their yeah, thing and i think being at the age we were and just i had gone into a little bit about myself a couple of episodes ago just being in a negative mindset to begin with mm-hmm. and then also drinking very heavily prior to finding out i was pregnant all of a sudden you're just right. stripped of everything sober and like you know as the months start rolling on you realize okay yeah like, i need a lot of self improvement i'm about to be a mom right you know like does it, it has it resonated with taylor he's about to be a dad there's so many right. things that are going through your mind and, and it hadn't I mean, yeah, I don't think that it's possible for I, I maybe not. somewhat for for men, but like until you're in it, in it, like just the same as me. Like I, I 
wasn't planning that. So maybe it's different for someone who's preparing to be a mom and, and right. you know, it, it, I, it's clearly very different if you're trying for that, but maybe you're more mentally ready. But I had all, I think that's why you have that time yeah. to prepare yourself for motherhood and nothing can like make you ready for it until you have the child. But right. I feel like, uh, as a man, there's just no way yeah. until the baby is here. Yeah. And even then, it, it you learn as you go with as it. As you it's, go. It's, you know, there's yeah. obviously no, like, there's not, like, a point that you reach and you're like, all right, I'm at dad level now. Like, you're, you're just... Always growing. Yeah, and you, you always have to. Yeah. As long as you, like, in my opinion, are a good person to your kid and and like you set a good example as well as you can and like you try to you just show them love any chance you get like that's i mean for the most i mean there's obviously a million more things but those are like the main like legs of it and yeah, then everything yeah. else you could build as it goes yeah and you better build folks because yeah. they deserve it just be good and and like don't be a shitty person and don't <laughs> and show your kids love like that's it that's all right. you have to do right and it's so it, it it should be so simple right yeah i mean there's i mean children don't really demand too much it's it's the elements that no. come after that that kind of yeah set that bar but so so we we end up okay we're i we are pregnant we're pregnant <laughs> going through the motion i'm pregnant yeah and and Laura is too. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Two is more than enough for me. Um, so we have Ruby. Holy hell! What a what a day that what was. What a day! <laughs> what an experience Man, for you. You know, people don't really, and I don't want to get into it. Really, I I'm scared because he loves to tell the story, or at least he did that first year. Jesus Christ. It was insane. It was his story to tell. Anyway, so nobody, I mean, people talk about it, but I just, I don't think that people like laid on the line. Like this is what it's going to be like. Even parenting, any of it. It's just like, I don't know. My, I know my mother never prepared me for any of that. There's no way that like you can prepare someone for that. And Unless... Unless you you say it in a very negative way and then well, scare them off. That and like, I don't know. I guess like, think about like the, when you ask a parent like, hey, what is it like being a parent? And they're like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I, and like, that's what they always say. But if you think about it, it's, it's great. It's amazing. It's, it's life changing. It's like right. fills every day with joy. Things, it's right? also shitty, tiring, insane, and like frustrating. And, uh, and there's all those things too. So the only word you, you can use is insane because it, it, there's so many things. And like, even if you right. really broke it down into every little thing, it, you still wouldn't like get the full scope right. of it. So like people just say like, it's insane. Right. And like, what do you, what else do you I, say? I remember I was at a shower. It was like a Jack and Jill kind of shower situation. And um, a friend came up to me 
And he said, he leaned over and he was like, so Laura, tell me. This was a couple years after mm. having Ruby. So tell me, you know, is is it really is it really hard? I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's really hard. And he's like, so just tell me, like lay it on me. And I was like, honestly, there is nothing. I can't. I refuse to give you advice because what's going to be hard and stressful for you might be a breeze for me, and what's Hard and stressful for me might be a breeze to you. You right. don't know how you're gonna feel or react. So you're right. Like, but no, no one could really set it up for you and yeah. let you know. And I think part of that, depending on what time frame that was, like we dealt with some stuff that made it probably more challenging than other situations and i'm not mm-hmm. saying and any, less than others and but, less than others right. for sure like but for us like the the people that majority of the people that we talk to um about like having kids like the majority of our friend group and the majority mm-hmm. of the group of kids that like maybe go to school with ruby and their parents like they had different experiences and again like some different in challenging ways like in different ways but uh um but for us, it was it was different, like yeah, you know, than than those. So speaking of different, um, you know, here's Ruby. Holy hell, you have the baby. It's like crazy. The parting Ins- of the yeah. Red Sea, and it's just like insanity. Whole, I, you know, I'm whatever. So that happens, and then they're like, "Oh, bring this." child's home and you're like this is yours now yeah oh my god you know what am i doing with this because they kind of take care of her for like a day and you're like oh (laughs) we just get to hold this cute baby i do remember they were like do you want to know any like do any classes or like we didn't do any classes but i did i'm like can you just show me how to give her a bath because like i am i've never done that the neck the neck always scared me so much you know and she had a neck issue and she did yeah yeah. Torticollis. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Her head was kind of tilted for a while. We yeah, had to... right, right. Pretty much from the jump, but it yeah. got a little worse and we had to do yep. therapy for it. But so then we have her, we bring her home. You know, fortunately, just what was good about us from the, the, the start is that we had a strong foundation, you and I. Mm-hmm. Because being parents for the first time, it's not it's not easy. And and no matter how much you know the other person as a couple, I mean, we were together for a lifetime before Ruby. It's a different dynamic. It's a different dynamic. And you're individually learning what to do and how you're going to be and how you're going to respond to certain things. And it's just and it's we, wild. And we've never either of us. Um, there's that first, whatever it is, couple weeks where you have to feed her like every couple hours and we were good. We've had, she was formula fed. So like, so I could feed her as well, which was helpful. I don't want to hear any of that judgy shit. Yeah. But like, but we, so I would feed her as well. So like we would get up and we would kind of like rotate, like who would feed her in the middle of the night or whatever. 
and it was much different with our second daughter, the feeding thing. But like with Ruby, she was up and she was awake and she was kind of like awake at night more than she was during the day for sure. And we would feed her every three hours or whatever it was. And you just don't sleep. And we were kind of like new into our home as well that year. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were still like doing things to the house and like, it was just like a whirlwind of, we neither of us had ever been in a position where like there were weeks that we like really hadn't slept and right. <laughs> it it changes your shit up like it changes your your chemicals and like your brain like and and so like you're saying with the foundation like you, you can know someone as well as you think you know them but until like you you you're both in a new situation the dark hours where like night where you've never dealt with this before like how to be let alone now you're like dealing with this insanity of being awake for all these days and and you're also like have to keep this child alive and like it's crazy it's just like the craziest thing but but wild experience but the foundation that we had helped us like deal with each other when we were in those ways because we were both pretty good at saying like hey why don't you go you know lay down for like a couple hours and i'll get her for now and it just like worked out really well with that at the beginning but it was hard as hell you know yeah so much easier with roxanne in that regard like the beginning because i was more nervous about that than anything Mm-hmm. How I felt like after that, I was like, man, that was so rough. And then yeah, with Taylor, Roxanne, she, with the sleep, he, it, oh, it it's hard. Yeah, that's, it just, that's maybe the worst part of it all. Yeah, for me it was. And then with Roxanne, she just slept so well at the beginning and it was just so much easier. That part of it, mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely yeah. a lot more challenging parts with her now. But but uh, yeah, still sleep involved for me. But <laughs> right now she's right now sleeping. she's teething. But anyway, so we have her, we're home, you know, we're experiencing all the the new stages of what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. And and then you fall into like a comfort zone, you know, things yeah. are getting a little easier. So when did you, would you say, start noticing anything a little bit different with Ruby? Um... I don't remember like exactly, but I remember thinking that because I've been around babies my whole life where mm-hmm. and you've been around a few, but I feel like I had more kids like as a kid, even neighbors and friend, family friends and stuff that just had kids like babies. Right. And I remember interacting like I always like just liked babies. We babysat babies like my mom did when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And like I just I always liked babies babies i thought they were like funny and like cute obviously right. like everyone likes babies i mean m- right. most people do and like i remember trying to like mess around with ruby and like kind of play with her yeah and engage yeah. with her and like sh- she here and there would connect and but more often than not would just kind of like look past you and just not connect and 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 it never like there was it was you know 90 10 like Mm -hmm. of her connecting with you which was interesting because i mean just to to talk about when i i noticed it i feel like i started noticing some of the sensory stuff now looking back early 
like nine months, I would say, where I was like, hey, Taylor, what what is she doing there? Because she would like do these little. She like tense little, up. Little lightning bolt would like shoot through yeah. and she would have this little burst of. Right. You know, energy or. Yeah. And like kind of shake. And I, and you're like, ah, babies. Right. Babies do weird stuff like that, which they do. Right. <laughs> yes, that's why it's do. hard. And that's why it's hard. But I do remember seeing that early on. And then like you, the engagement, I mean, early yeah. just being like, because oh, well, I had just experienced my cousin having kids um, who I would see very often. Yeah. Like Jack and Kay. And right. I was pretty close with them, so I would see them a little bit. Yeah. I didn't grow up with a lot of kids around, but I had in my 20s like been around them and just kind of n- missing that. Like I I would make them laugh, like belly laugh at a very early age, and I remember that and being like, oh, well, right. you know, she's not doing those things. Yeah. And I, she had no words, which right. later, that was another, you know, becomes a thing. But early on, I, I wasn't too concerned about the words. Yeah. I was just more concerned about her eye contact and yeah. her inability to kind of engage with us. Yeah. All of that um, was concerning for me. Not so much like you said at first, because I always thought that with kids, it was like you see uh, like you you're never if you know a kid when you're younger or Mm -hmm. or even as an adult now or whatever um when you see them you're with them for a couple hours at most and then you don't see them for however many days or weeks or what and now you're with this human 24 hours a day right so so there i I would think that there would be things that are just weird and like you know, because you're kind of observing them all day right. for the most so part. So of like them right, just growing they're, they're, into their body, they're becoming then, a yeah, human. Like yeah. so, it's it's there's definitely gonna be weird things, and that and that I kind of wrote off at first, and then the eye contact stuff. It just that was what started concerning me, and then really for me, it was more of the the word stuff um, uh, over the eye contact thing because of at that point she was like. Um, she was getting older and they had said like, you know, she should be talking by now and she wasn't and she wasn't saying any words. And right. And I was concerned because I had seen other kids that were like saying short sentences by that sort point. of at right. that age. And she wasn't saying any words. Mama, dada, nothing. And right. so I was concerned. And uh, and I know you were, too. Yeah. Um, and we. I forget I, where it started. Or, well, at her, I mean, every visit they would ask, like after a certain right. point, like, is she babbling? Like, yeah. you know. And then at her 12 month, when she had no words, they kind of were like, okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that. And then I remember, I, I think they said something about like, okay, like she should have some words like we might have to test. Yeah. Like, just evaluate her or whatever. Um, uh, if time starts to move on and, and she doesn't develop any. So I remember kind of having like this moment at 14 months, like, okay, they said by 15 months and she has no words whatsoever. Like, yeah, 
I, I, we have to do something. And I called and they uh, gave us the, uh, like an outpatient information yeah. and um, early intervention information. And I was like, okay, let's, I, I don't want to be overboard. So right. let's just take her to the outpatient place. Let's see what they say. Although I was freaking out inside right. feeling like something is definitely going on. And when we took her, you came with me, which mm. was good. And she was evaluated and then uh, approved for services right away. Right. And, and then with the services. So that started at 15 months. She was in an outpatient speech at early that's a very early right but it also was that the first one the speech or was it okay because yeah. she ended up being in and then uh by 18 months she was evaluated by early intervention and they gave her all services right for ot so she was doing two, i believe it was was it a one hour or two hour it was one hours, but she Three, had four, four therapies. Four therapies a week. So yeah. it was four hours a week for her. And she's just this little kid, like a year and a half old, mm-hmm. you know, um, just trying to like play with her little toys. A and busy, like A busy bee. Busy kid and like Very whatever. Busy. And and we just kind of like got through the torticollis thing with her neck and mm-hmm. like and now she's doing all these therapies and she's they're working her pretty intensely like in the therapies they're and we're in there um and i think like before i forget um you just saying like you didn't want to go overboard and i think if there's anything that like comes out of us talking about this is like if i could go back cuz i also kind of felt the same way and had people tell me don't worry about it like it's pressure will be fine like blah. like if you feel like if there's one thing I can guarantee and say with confidence is if you feel like anything is like up or if you are questioning anything just follow up like do it like go to go to the doctor go wherever you feel like you need to go because if it's overboard who gives a shit like it's overboard then it's your kid it's you (laughs) and your your uh, significant other and your kid that know that you went overboard your kid won't even know obviously but like and the doctor is getting paid either way. They don't give a shit. Like, so no one, like, go to your doctor or whatever if you think something's going on or or whatever the case is, like, look into it because what's mm-hmm. the harm in it? Like, the har- the only harm is only if you help. don't do anything. Right. Like, that's that's the, you know, and, and you, you are going to kick yourself if you wait too long because, you the know. The earlier, the better. Yeah, with this um, therapy, we feel, both of us and we just knew our daughter um along with i would say like our mothers really who watched her like the right besides you and i those were the two people um my mom and your mom who that, saw it all who saw it all but like even them like didn't know quite as much as we did as as the extent of it mm-hmm. um like her disconnect but like we really really watched her work hard and we helped her work hard like through learning the therapy ourselves which is like that, the, the most important part of it yes um um you know once once we got involved in the therapies um it still took a significant amount of time to see progress mm-hmm. um these children are going to therapy 
uh, they have an hour's worth of their therapist time. And most of the time, I mean, I, in many instances, the children are very busy, unable to maintain a task. Um, and it kind of early on, I, I was in therapy with her cause she was so young and I realized, okay, well, nothing just happened because Ruby <laughs> was busy around the entire room, not focusing, not engaging, not listening to the therapist. So nothing really took place in that therapy session. The only thing that took place in the therapy session was the ability for me to see the strategies in which the therapist was doing with her. Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, it's very important to explain that the only progress that could be made in those very early early years is by the parent really understanding and and just witnessing and watching and learning from the therapist because you know a lot of people send they have these therapy programs you know that's what you're doing that's what you believe your child needs so you're taking them to therapy they have that hour with them, which seems like a significant amount of time, mm-hmm. but the child is busy. They're not able to gain anything in that one hour session right. that day. It's the parent's responsibility to, to just learn and understand the strategies to t- then take home and utilize, with them yeah. and utilize at any moment you actually can right? because they are so busy and out of touch and right. you know, in those times and able, they're not able to connect or do those things. So you have to kind of seize the moments they are right. and use the tools that the therapists use. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm super obviously passionate about that, but I, I learned it. I learned that quick. Cause I just was watching the therapy sessions, not really involved at all. And, and seeing her totally unable to, to stay at the task that the right. therapist was trying to do. Yeah, and I realized, Oh, Oh, the therapy is not happening at this moment. The therapy is going to be me learning what she's doing and right. taking it home and using it. Yeah. And the same went for early intervention when they would come in and, I would watch them and just literally kind of myself study what it is that they were doing with the child because, you know, I needed to know, I knew my child needed some extra help. Right. It was about how do I manage it? How do I understand how to, you know, connect and, and try my best to help her with things that are, are frustrating her or are interfering with her growing. Um, she did really well with the therapies as far as, as a two year old could do with that. She started, um, during those therapies saying some words, Mm -hmm. like it started coming out a little bit, um, 
and you could tell she was really working like oh she was hard. working so hard and 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 it was you, you know we saw progress as it was going on yeah. but it was still not where we thought she should be i guess at that right. point um and then through a family member we got in touch with a with a doctor um that we went to go we took her with us um or she took us with her to the doctor um to go get her evaluated mm-hmm. um and he cut with like brought her into the doctor he kind of watched her play um he tried to kind of like communicate with her a bit um asked us a bunch of questions um we just sat there and talked for a long time while she kind of played and one of us was always kind of with her and it was um that was a long like process sort of and uh, which you know i know it needs to be because you're you're Mm -hmm. evaluating a kid it's not and some are many more sessions right right it did feel kind of fast right but 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 i felt like he had a good handle on who she was and what our our issues our concerns rather Mm -hmm. were um and um and he was really good. We liked him, and and it was it was a good meeting. But he um but so he diagnosed her with autism. Right. The first high, high function ASD. Right. Yeah, this was the first time we had seen him. So w- it was kind of. It was early. She was two and a half. Yeah. So she had been in therapy at that point for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when that happened, leading up to it, did you kind of expect? that were yeah you i think doubting that that's what it was no i think i i um had like i have uh, someone in my family who's autistic and you do as well and like we know people and couple. friends and, mm-hmm. and right and like similar same with me and like um i had kind of like a skewed view on what it was and um only knew it like as a certain thing sort of like I I never knew that all the levels of it and and the scope of it and I didn't know much about it so like for me it it was um and I sort of knew that it was a spectrum I knew that but I didn't know the extent of like all of every of everything but so I I had a feeling that that could have been the case Mm -hmm. um but I also maybe thought it was something different at the time so i i I was surprised and when he said it i guess still even though i thought that i would be prepared to hear it it was it was interesting because i feel like between you and i like the journey was i was always a little bit more aggressive about it yeah and and no she's not you know something's you knew too, but I was definitely a little more aggressive right. about it. And I was doing all the therapies directly with her, mm-hmm. which if anyone is going through this and they're a couple and one of them is in these sessions, it's 100% super important to share with your significant mm-hmm. other just the things you've learned, all the tips everything because it, it, it's if you have a partner they're supposed to be just as involved and and i 
of course, thank you. We, I mean, most of our conversations that night were. What did she learn? What, what did, did she we learn? Do, right? What What do we do? How do we, right. you know, and that was our because, conversations. Because at the lot. end of the day, like it wasn't like we were fearing this um, diagnosis by any means. Like we at the end, and I mean, literally at the end of that day, we had this conversation where we were like, you know, we're kind of fine with this diagnosis after we talked about all of this like we just like there was nothing to be like fearing like we we felt as though we were working harder with ruby we just didn't want her to struggle um or or feel like she was struggling or whatever like we were confused as to like how she was going to be feeling so we were just more concerned about her being a happy kid um and like we were nervous like i think when we first heard that word it was like oh no like is this is she going to be like a happy-go-lucky kid or is it going to be tough for her like that was the more concerning issue for us definitely once we really like broke it down it i i think we were more at ease with like the fact that we were happy with where we were as far as working with her and continuing to have that kind of like outlook on parenting like we're Mm -hmm. gonna always work with her we're always going to be like so then we were kind of like all right like we're just always going to work with her we're always going to be you know learning and growing with her and like we we were happy with that because she had already started this slight transition of like she was working harder she was starting to say some words she was making more contact like things were changing um so there there was already that and we were happy because we saw that there was progress and there there's a chance to change things. Right. Um, I think that's where you were at. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Where, so uh, when, when that took off, like in the beginning, I feel like, like I was saying about being involved in the therapies and coming to you and just kind of talking to you until, you know, we were, went to bed all the time, just speaking about like, how can we improve this? Mm -hmm. It was such a journey to get to that place where we were finally at the doctor ready for a potential diagnosis. We didn't know if we were going to get one, if, if he was just evaluating, we really didn't know what to expect that visit. But I think that you were a little bit more uncomfortable with the idea mm-hmm. leading up to it. Kind of just thinking like we saw some progress happening. Mm-hmm. And then once the diagnosis happened, I felt like you were more comfortable with it than I was, which was surprising almost because yeah. I had kind of almost in all my motions of, getting her involved in all the, and and being involved in the therapies and doing all of this and saying, I don't know about this. And, you know, questioning, I went from that to being like, wait, <laughs> like right. what? Because it's not that I wasn't comfortable by the idea. It was that I had seen that bit of prog, little right. bits of progress. Right. It was too small at that point, I guess. Right. To not give it a diagnosis, but in those moments of like just seeing how hard she worked through that year and and knowing all that, it was kind of like, oh, OK. And I remember him saying to us, like, did do you did you think that? Right. Or, and I was just like, oh. you know, 
I felt a little discouraged because I thought, okay, well, she, I thought it would be more of like she has ADHD or, but then we go through this and like you're saying, we become very comfortable with the idea of we're doing everything we can and she's doing amazing and little steps will lead to whatever future she she has in store she will be okay and and um it was just interesting i felt like we kind of flip-flopped a little bit but that tango for us always seems to work out and Mm -hmm. and you know when one of us is kind of a little bit more down and out the other one is ready to help and 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 we kind of do that sometimes that tango you know yeah and and i remember like after that happened we kind of like told our parents i think and that was basically it and then Mm -hmm. like maybe our siblings and then we kind of like moved on kept doing therapy and kept going and and then, like, there was a moment, it was kind of, like, right after her second birthday-ish around there. Maybe it was a little while after Well, that. she was diagnosed at two and a half. Two and a half, right. So, it was, like, a little bit after that, I yeah. guess. It, like, really rapidly started get like, she started progressing, like, very rapidly. Yeah, she had seen a new speech therapist, I want right. to say, at, like, just before three. Yeah. And Maybe then that's what I'm she, if, by the, it was months of a difference of an evaluation when she evaluated her to start probably that journey with her at in January, right before her, her third birthday in March, she um, evaluated and got in the program. Right. And then by May, she tested out. Right. So it was a very big transition. Yeah, and we kept going back to the doctor who gave her the diagnosis throughout this whole time. It was every couple of months mm-hmm. we would go take her back, and he just wanted to kind of track her progress and keep um, uh, observing her and just kind of the same thing every time we would come. She would play, um, and he would see her progress, and he was always very positive about it and just keep doing what you're doing. And yeah. we were kind of always like in the back of our minds and I'm sure we even asked him, but like, so she's so like this diagnosis is still like, that's the diagnosis, right? Because right. we were thinking like, wow, she's really progressing. Starting like, to... does that mean maybe she was misdiagnosed or, and he was like, no, like I, I would remain, you know, I'd right. keep the diagnosis and, and, um, and, and, you know, although we were kind of feeling like that, I also still, I guess it was never like a, you're definitely misdiagnosing her right. because, I still saw right. the things that sure. we initially. Yeah, there were still. Uh, it just was way better. Glimpses of like mm-hmm. uh, big glimpses of of the, those things, but not as much. Yeah, and and we would like, but again, again though, like with each visit, I felt like we were, we were like more and more comfortable with whatever he said because we were just like, all right, Very, well, yeah. I mean, this is yeah. we're just happy with where she is. So yeah. like. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I guess we're just curious as to like, is this like, right. since since she is progressing, like, but he's also telling us, well, you know, she's also growing as a human. So like, right. it, things are going to change. So mm-hmm. we were kind of like, just seeing all of that happen. 
and then uh and we also had her like scan like um like the neurologist like she had a scan mm-hmm. and that seemed to go well like w- nothing yeah. uh, on that end was uh was an issue so we you know we just continued to move on and do the therapies and and get her socialized like as much as we could at the time and then and then she like went into preschool mm-hmm. and that's when i feel like as like the socialization really on top of all the other stuff which was like leading up to mm-hmm. school really right and, and going getting into a routine with other kids and teachers and all this stuff it just like she was just like a different person and it was like you know yeah. talking like a million miles a minute having this little personality and this quirky like funny yeah you know just like turned into this little person that was just like full of mm-hmm. personality where, whereas at the beginning not that she didn't have any by any means but like she just wouldn't connect she that was much. She in her own headspace, kind right. of just right, <laughs> just doing her thing, just which doing her which thing. she may have been doing the whole time. Who knows? But like, um, and she still is. Oh, she still does that, that but way. like, but but yeah. So then we we ended up going back again to the doctor. This was, you know, the it, the, the the visits became more sparse. So like they were. Like they were spread out more. Yeah. Like it went from six months to like, I think at one point it was eight months or something, maybe because of a scheduling thing, Mm -hmm. but, but they were more spread out for sure. So every time he saw her, it was a big chunk of time that had gone by. And the last time that we had gone with her, he was like blown away. Like, and she was like, hi, how are you? Like, you know, she walked in. It was such a significant difference. No, it was crazy. And she was just playing really good. And she was telling him about, you know, school or whatever it was like, and just like, and kind of like wanting to interrupt our conversation with him. Yeah. Oh, talk to him. We went to Disney world and telling him about, you know, and, and like, um, talking to the other nurses, like that our family Mm -hmm. member was friends with, like, just so engaged engaged and different yeah. and 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 uh and he was always like every time we took her he was very complimentary of of like um of her like and her progress mm-hmm. and also of us like for doing a good job and, and sticking yeah. with all the therapies and and uh and doing it the right way like you said like listening to the therapist and and acting u- it using, out yeah like using what we learned and i i kind of you know just because I'm so passionate about that. I, I wish that the therapist could express that to these parents that are dealing with this because yeah. you could simply not know. Yeah. Like you think, okay, they're having therapy yeah. right now, but it's not. Right. It's not happening right, right now. It's happening every day, all day, and you need the understanding, but they're unable to share that with you. Right. So I just think that it would be really good if therapists could kind of explain to parents that this therapy at that early of an age is really for the parent more than it is for the child which they do do they i mean i don't know if they explain it well enough i'm saying but but they they're unable to there's so many 
different things that like early intervention cannot do. Right, right. And that would be at the top of the list. They can't say to the parents, right. this therapy is for you, folks, is for you. Right. Not really your kid who is a busy little bee. Right. It's teaching you skills to, to yeah, and it use doesn't, with it your doesn't child. mean, I mean, we all have moments where we're like, am I good enough? Am I what my child needs? Like, am right. I giving my all? We all have self-doubt, but it can't interfere with the ability to like, I, I wish they were able to say that and it wouldn't be an insult because right. I wouldn't have, but I didn't take it that way. I knew, okay, I don't know. Especially if they say it from the beginning. Right. I don't understand my child completely. I don't know what's going to get her eyes to look at me. I don't know these things. And yeah, it fucking sucked. Yeah. Like, it sucked for us, like, having to feel like we couldn't engage with her. I mean, that is heartbreaking as a parent. Yeah. But instead of kind of sulking in it or even worse, ignoring it, you know, like I think some people do in the early years, at least, mm -hmm. when it's kind of that stage yeah. where you, you're not sure and, like, you're saying, like, what's the harm in going out and, yeah. you know, getting them evaluated. I just feel like if you don't, it, it, it wouldn't be an insult. It would be a good thing if therapists right. could say that and explain to parents just that. And because I think if they it did is, it, it really is for the parents. Right. And if they did it at the beginning of meeting you and, and kind of explain that mm -hmm. it wouldn't be offensive. It wouldn't be like, no way I'm watching you and I need to tell you that this is for you. It'd be like, Hey, just starting off just so you know, right. like this is what this is. Uh, yeah. But, um, it's education for you. I yeah. mean, what's the harm in saying that, but they really do have so many, I remember kind of trying to, cause we weren't at a place where we were taking her to a, like a developmental pediatrician yeah. i can't talk um and we weren't there just yet and i remember kind of trying to fish around f to see what their opinion was yeah and they were like not having it right you know like we are not meant to diagnose right. your child and we are not meant to say x y and z and, and they were they were good about it. We happened to have good therapists that right. came in. Yeah, I we know did. we were lucky with that, but you know, they're not allowed to say certain things, but like you said, I think if they said it from the jump, it wouldn't be offensive right. and it would be more informational for parents. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think, um, when we, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on this. Cause I like, I know we've, we've obviously talked about it, at length but um so when we went to that last um meet it well the last appointment with the with the doctor who diagnosed mm -hmm. her he he kind of he undiagnosed her in that last appointment and just said you know um 
basing it mostly on like her because we still had little bullet points, right. but it was mostly her social progress that sure. he was like this separates her from ASD. Right, because um, yeah, just her, her, like you said, her social yeah, uh, everything with her social she was so um, much just very vocal with other kids and mm-hmm. like just good connection and good eye contact and um reacting like um with emotion mm-hmm. and and different things like that that she hadn't done at all and right. and it was now like doing more than most other kids so it was right. it really it really did like skyrocket and i contribute that to therapy sure really sure like it may have <laughs> it may have just happened a little bit um and she may have broken out of her shell and things may have we'll never know obviously but like things may have just like kind of seeded themselves like down the road Mm -hmm. and she may have just been a late bloomer and like a little slow uh to get to where she is but i don't think she would be where she is without that therapy as far as like now she's on like a rocket ship to no it's and i like you're saying and i also say that knowing that I don't think you and I and we are I mean you see us as a couple I mean we have so much love and loyalty and we're the same way for our children yeah um we didn't have the tools right to take her to where she is today right that's what that yeah that's what that did for her for us and obviously for her and for her but then like to me and just like while we're uh, just something that i thought of before Mm -hmm. um that i always like to bring up when when this conversation kind of comes up is you know we started kind of telling people because at that point we had made it like told our friends and stuff like about um her diagnosis and we're just kind of like if it came up, it wasn't like we got to rush out and tell everybody, but we just kind of like in conversation, it would mm-hmm. come up and whatever. We got to take Ruby to the doctor this week or whatever, therapy or whatever. And this is, yeah, she's diagnosed with ASD and we, and we learned a lot about it. And, and, um, but then when she was undiagnosed, we kind of kept that somewhat quiet yeah, because we weren't like didn't feel like the need to shout it to the mountains like everyone knew ruby and knew how she was and mm-hmm. um we were comfortable with that but right. at the same time for her it was like I, I don't know my biggest thing was when people would say like you would we would tell them all right so she yeah it actually um you know she, she got undiagnosed like in conversation mm-hmm. and they would say oh that's great like that um, that's such a great thing like she's Right. And I, it would upset me because right. I was like, well, it's not like that makes it sound like when she was diagnosed, it was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the way she was at the time. That's what they thought, at least. And right. And it, she was the same person. Like she's the same. Right. Ruby. And she, you know, I agree. And I don't think I really have not. I can't say that i've like explained that to many many people i haven't either it's just been a handful and even even like close family i mean but like and i think the process of like it it was an interesting kind of on that subject chapter apart from everything that was going on when we were speaking to some people about it 
just kind of like because they would ask questions and we would just be uh, being honest about what we were going through and what things looked like for Ruby. Um, A lot of people like to like shower you with their opinions Mm -hmm. and kind of uh, of of your child that they see for very brief (laughs) moments. They like to shower you with, oh, shit. She's just a kid. My cousin was a late talker and oh, oh, she's acting totally normal. Everything's fine. You know, whatever, all those things. That was very... And no one... Now, looking back, I understand that no one means harm by that. Of course. They're, they're, it's a good intention. They don't want you to feel like anything's wrong. And and if you want to really break it down to another cellular level, it's right. them also being like uh, insecure and uncomfortable. About it? Uh, well, about themselves. conversation and just being like, here's a good thing that I know is like a positive because right. who would ever think you know uh that wouldn't be a positive thing well because they just don't understand it like they so don't it's 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 this it. yeah it's like this weird thing where you know they're trying to be super nice and they just want you to f- feel better or mm-hmm. or at least appear that way and then like and you know it's like coming from a good place but at the same time you see that like well if you're telling me that this is good that she's undiagnosed that means that you thought it was bad that she was diagnosed right and that's not how we felt about it. So it was hard to, but it was also a good opportunity a lot of the times for us. And like you said, it wasn't a ton of people that we talked to about all this, but it was a good opportunity for us to like kind of educate them to what we knew about it. Mm-hmm. And Which we learned right, all. Right. That's all how we learned it, it yeah. like going through yeah, it. So it was, but I, I liked to be able to spread the stuff to that we learned, light. Yeah. especially to like, other friends of mine who now have kids that have some questions about it that Mm -hmm. like guys I work with or whatever that I'm like oh well I did this this and this like I know every kid's different and I know even what you're telling me is different than what I dealt with but here are some like resources and you should jump on it because the one thing I can tell you like I said at the beginning is if you think something's up right what's the harm in in trying like we we had tremendous success with it like and just with with her like um and not- we started super early which doesn't it doesn't mean that you're going to get to a place where it's gone or no. there's no struggle ahead but it just means that you're doing the best you can to understand your kid and try and and, and get a, a handle on anything that is interrupting their growth right and and you will most certainly at least learn so many different things about your kid while doing this. You'll learn what their yeah. limitations are and whether they're good or bad. Like it, right. it, it could also open up doors that you find that there are maybe other problems, or but it's all stuff that's going to help you in the long run and help your kid more importantly. But like it's, it's all stuff that's going to like open more doors. Whereas if you just let it go, it's going to be this like growing like problem inside for however long right. that you don't know how to deal with when they're older and it's more difficult to then communicate and right. it's it's easier to kind of break it all apart when it's, when they're younger and then kind of like 
build on that, you know, moving forward. And, and, and I'm just happy that we did. And I'm happy that she just was like a little worker bee and, and yeah. did the work like at such a young age and yeah, you know, and, it just worked. It just kind of learned when, when to seize the moments with her. Right. Because of all that, that therapy and that learning and, 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 just and throwing you know, those little tricks and tips in whenever we when, could, when you can apply it right. really. And, but you have to learn them to be ready with them. Like it's like you, it's like a, it's it's literally like practicing a sport where if you play basketball and you know a layup and you practice layup day after day after day after day and then in the part of the game where you need to do a layup it's just like second nature you just right. are able to bust it out and um it's like that you just need to have it in your holster for the second that she looks you in the eye you mm-hmm. need to know how to keep her attention exactly. for that second or whatever it was um yeah. and it helped so much so you know it certainly did yeah and you know, I, 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 my mom just recently said to me, like, "Do you ever think that you'll have to like? Because it's been a while since she's been seen, mm-hmm. um, with the doctor and everything." And I'm just like, "We're just looking ahead, and if if anything comes up, we'll we deal, deal with, with it. it then." And and I, 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 back to what we were saying about people, I feel like they are a little bit uncomfortable by it sometimes Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to handle it and everything. And it's like for you and I and, and people that deal with it have family that deal with it. It's really, it's just kind of like second nature. I mean, it doesn't really, right. It's not that it's the, the label kind of disappears. So I don't, yeah. And although she has been diagnosed, I'm kind of talking about that time period when after she was diagnosed and we kind of registered, okay, this is what we're working with for sure. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of just went away. Yeah. Yeah. It, we didn't look at that. We just looked at what's interrupting her. her. Right. What, what What can we help her with? And (laughs) what are the things we need to be working on? And that's it. Really? Yeah. So it's the same for the future. Yeah. And, you know, now she's going to be seven soon. Holy hell. And we're just watching YouTube unravel all this work that we've done <laughs> day by day. <laughs> These fucking horrible people unboxing uh, stupid done. shit. But no, but she's just such a like she amazing character. Like the like, best she's she's like um i know i'm biased you're no, I biased know. of but course but uh, you just know when um somebody's got like a special thing about them and she has it like crazy like it's just she's yeah she has that thing and where i think it's part like those pieces that were kind of like out of order for her yeah i feel like have almost complimented who she is as a person and i remember when i i posted something like a long time ago when she was first diagnosed i kind of just and and talking about it almost like helped me get like kind of used to the idea of that's what it was at that time yeah and i remember posting something and i think it was jessica amsterdam 
she said something uh, along the lines of like, you know, as time goes on, you learn to like love those things, you know? Yeah. And I, I forget how she phrased it, but it, it's so true. Yeah. Like her, I call them rubyisms yeah. are just, they make her who she is. And, and, you know, there's like little traces of those things that are just, is she's just a joy and funny as yeah. hell and just oh, yeah, so she's sweet and you know yeah i mean i'm i'm she's just amazing i love nothing more than hanging out with her like i just she's she's uh as fun as like like <laughs> my best friends in high school or you know growing up yeah. like i have you you know that like i've had the same two closest friends since I was yeah. a little kid and we remain 30 years later best yeah. friends the three of us and like I've had some of the best times of my life laughing with those guys and it's I've had comparable times with her already in the first couple years right. of I know. you know that's not including the first two years where she didn't really say anything like this right. is the, like the last couple years like where we've just cracked up and like had so much fun like that's like it's great. I mean, I'm sure that happens with your you and your kids um for a lot of people, but yeah. it's just it's I it's, guess it, it's a it's a different kind of it, like you're saying with other families of course. I guess it just kind of opened our eyes to how grateful we should be. Yeah. You know that she's able to express herself and grateful that she can you know, share all of that with us and it's, it's open her up. Yeah. And, and for us, like it's, um, I think another big part of it is just like, I, I've learned just a lot throughout the whole thing and, and it gives me more like patience and understanding with a lot of other people even like adults mm -hmm. that I know or, or people I work with or yeah. that I come across at work and like because I'm very empathetic person like Naturally to begin with anyway right but like it 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 uh it just makes you know I don't know it just, it, because I think because it like we almost learning about ASD you kind of learn about this umbrella yeah. of all these things that fit into sure. what this is. So you really start to dissect, you know, what are these, all these things that are underneath this umbrella, um, OCD, uh, just like you name it, it's underneath that umbrella. So you really start to dissect what it is yeah. and what, what people deal with. Yeah. And, and, like you said even us you know when, yeah. when we when we yeah we're just kind of we're in our daughter obviously those all right. those things that you know we kind of struggle with are there right sure in a sense like i can't deal with sensory issues are big for right. me i know you know and now i i know it so much better i'm like oh oh, oh that's okay. what i was yeah. dealing with with that yeah it's it's interesting and challenging and hard but it's also um very like uh satisfying to learn okay. about it and to know like more about it because it it 
it helps you not only with your kid, obviously, but it helps you in life, like in the world. It, right. It's just like a good, um, I don't know. It's 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 just a whole. <laughs> it's, it's a whole, it's a whole layer. Whole it's it's like it's like <laughs> what's what's that show we were watching with their Zumbo's just uh, desserts. desserts? Yeah, it's like a eight you, layer you have this cake. Beautiful cake, and you you slice it. And you open it, and there's like a he has a hundred layers right. in there. Right. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's it's um, it's wild. Yeah, I I just I just love her, and she's changed us both forever. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, she's she's a su- super special little little gal. Yeah. And we we try this whole youtube like you're saying it's like eating up her brain oh, no. now right, yeah. and you joke about it but i can't you know i can't yeah, you stand hate it. it i hate it and that's why we started her youtube channel right. because i'm like i don't want you watching this shit if you're gonna do it have anything involved with youtube i'd rather you come up with the ideas and right. create it yourself right. like why are we watching these people right these obnoxious <laughs> right wealthy right people look at what i have Ugh. yeah it's garbage um yeah it's awful That's a but another topic yeah but the, but but whatever yeah that is but taylor's getting sleepy guys no no i'm not i'm just that's it, yeah the youtube thing's a whole thing that's a whole thing but she likes it and whatever it's right now she's entertained by it yeah yeah and she needs a little joy. straight entertainment and i because i i look at some of the things that i like and i'm like this is garbage too but like yeah. it's like i watch movies where people's heads are just like oh. exploding and well don't even or whatever you know what i mean like i'm right. just like this is like a dumb violent okay. well, show your, your brain has fully developed I know. okay i hope i don't know about um that. yeah so it's a little different i get it but but sometimes you just need some straight entertainment <laughs> in these trying times do you ever think about like i was thinking you know you have a thing about wheat thins yeah like they just they remind you like you had one too many wheat thins growing up just done with them they were in your house yeah you're done with the goddamn just done with them you just can't even look at them i think about that now i'm like like i wonder you know you think about her life and like as it's happening like what's are there moments that are going to be later on? Are you thinking like, I'll never, I'm trying to think of what we have all the time. Like, I mean, she eats cucumbers like crazy. Cucumbers like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she'll never eat cucumbers again. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I think about like, is she going to remember me reading her stories? Cause I have, I do have childhood amnesia. I'm pretty certain, but yeah. I don't remember my parents reading me stories. I do. I just, I do. You do? Yeah. I don't remember. Like, yeah. I, re- I specifically remember, ironically, but um, the uh, where the sidewalk ends, like my yeah. parents reading that to me a lot, which I read to her, yeah. and she likes it. So, like, that is fun for me, but I do remember it. I just, I don't remember how old I was. I but. think she will remember yeah i mean i hope she does we've read to her basically every night <laughs> of her life i mean yes. uh, starting at like one maybe yeah, or whatever yeah. 
But yeah. So I would think she re- remembers, but it's interesting. I I um picked up like her new packet of books for school, mm-hmm. and uh, I opened up one of the books, and it like instantly. I, you ever have those scents yeah, of smell like, yeah, where you're totally. just like, oh you my right god, back. like I'm right back there. Mm-hmm. I had that um, today. Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. That's weird. I had it. Uh, yesterday i opened the book and it smelled like a ccd wow book yeah that i had which maybe it's I, like I the same printing press maybe i don't know and i was like oh my god That's like crazy. i haven't thought about that Brought in a hundred years right. yeah it's weird, weird when she ta- i'm not gonna get into this but it's weird when she talks about like faith ruby because she just kind of does yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no. We don't really go there with her too much. And it's like, it's right. just a little, it's weird. We'll have to leave that for uh, next parenting. Oh, man. The chapter. faith episode. The faith up. Ep- I've actually been stewing about that. I'm probably going to have my own faith episode. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll work some shit out. And then you should have um, like a, like a deacon on. Oh, like God. A, <laughs> like a, I don't know about that. No, like you should have like some sort of like religious person on. Maybe. Be interesting. It would. But so yeah, this this was fun. Yeah. We, we have I spent mean, the last six and a half years just like literally nonstop, and although we spent so many nights speaking about Ruby and you know what do we do next and how could we manage this and what do we have to do for this and oh man she was awesome today and right. all Everything. of that stuff it's we still have never really talked right. about the whole right journey and even that like i was that was it's like my close to the whole journey that's what i mean like it was a good <laughs> like uh Chunk. description or like a summary of it i guess mm-hmm. but like but that's my was my worry about like talking was was i didn't want to like forget something or like shortchange any part of it or like or maybe like misspeak on certain things but at the end of the day like like i feel like we did it justice and like the story of you know from beginning to now somewhat yeah and like at the same time it's we know the story and we know we're happy with it and like it's we just want to like share with people a little insight to like maybe help them and and like to you know just let people know how fucking cool our daughter is yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely that but yeah i mean relating letting other people know you know it's it it's not the end of the road it's just if if you're dealing with this if if it's something that you're worried about whatever the case is just getting a handle on what you're up against and and learning that's that's the biggest thing you could do yeah just don't um and like we also you you, there's part of it where and this is the last thing i'll say there's just so much i know but the the, uh, another one of the biggest things i can think of is we did like stop one of the therapies at one point because we noticed that it didn't really seem like it was helping her specifically Mm -hmm. and that i would say is like the uh, a huge thing is is you need to take all of the 
therapy that they'll give you or, or, or take any help that they'll throw your way. But at a certain point, like try it all, you know, like and see where it goes. But if you if you know, like as a parent, like this isn't doing anything. And and of course, you have to wait for certain things to kind of progress. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like it's not the right thing or if you have just, the you know, whatever, like then go on your own. Like there's a lot of things that we look to them for and, and ask them to show us and kind of like looked for or asked other people or looked it up online or whatever mm-hmm. the case was but there was like certain things like that that we were just like this isn't right like this right. this one therapy it's just not working like we ABA both noticed not for her it just wasn't for her and like no. we decided that on our own and like no one we didn't ask the doctors like what do you think right. about this like we were just like this is we're good with but this. i like, think having that strong foundation and being a part of all of it mm-hmm. you're able to kind of witness it all and yeah. see right you know what works what best does for work and what doesn't and, right and yeah even and yeah there are suggestions and things even from therapists that you really respect that you might not like i remember one of them who i love was um saying something about an app like right and she she was probably like two and a half or something like oh there's this app blah blah and i was like i'm not comfortable with i'm all i'm trying to do here is get her to be engaged right. i don't want her to be on a on a computer right now like creating pdfs and stuff right like, like later, she's a little kid, yeah. yeah like I mean, sure. And now, I mean, she's definitely always sure. on, yeah. like you're saying, she likes YouTube and and she's not overboard by no, any means because no. we didn't really do that. But she plays her, games and stuff on tablet and she yeah, like here reads and, there. and, like, here and there. she doesn't stuff. like have to. No, no. But in that early stage, I'm like, I don't want to do that yet. I want to work on her being engaged. And I feel like if you put her in front of a screen, she's just going to do that. Yeah. Which we did have to do a couple times to eat, but yeah, to feed I'm her, just yeah. saying there are things that they suggested that we didn't go with and knowing your kid and being present as much as you can. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all for them. Really, you got to get over your tired ass self and That's right. push through. <laughs> Yeah, them. we're tired as hell, but we make it make it Dude, happen. Dude, I I look like I'm 700 years old these you don't. days, but I, I'm not fishing for compliments. I just, you know, it's it's definitely exhausting as he yawns. Oh. Just that thought of <laughs> exhaustion, like sleep. I guess in yeah. a way, it just made me so tired. So yeah, so here's to Ruby and her beautiful road ahead Mm -hmm. no matter what she has two parents who love the hell out of her yep and don't you worry roxanne we didn't forget about no that's gonna be a whole nother one we didn't forget yeah she's she's we're just we're just getting to know her now which is fun yeah she's the whole different ball game than ruby they're just too too right uh, off the bat too oh yeah totally different person but that equally fun and crazy and just i'm like very excited for them to uh get to know each other too that's gonna be fun to watch yeah it's been nice already so. yeah yeah and i just cut her bangs she looks really cute right now she does look super cute today oh yeah see how cute she looks in an hour when she wakes us up at one o'clock <laughs> in the morning 
It already started, actually. Yeah, we are. We broke this I, podcast I re- in half. I already. already. I already went in there once. So. All right. All well, right. Thanks for being on, my love. Thanks for having me. I, it's go. I enjoy listening to the podcast. It's going uh, really well thanks, so far. Honey. Let's good. get back on ours. I know we have. I'm to. saying it now. We we, we have it. one just sitting there that he yeah. he hasn't put out. I know. I, uh, I've just been lazy. Yeah. But um, we, uh, we will do it. We're going to do it. We have lots of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Signing off. Did you ever think about saying goodbye thoughts at the end of your thing? That's super corny, I know. But is it like so corny that it's like not corny or is it just corny? I I think I did maybe with you. Did you? I think I said like, all right, are you ready to wave your thoughts goodbye? Or uh, I said something extra corny. It wasn't even just that. You know, I mm. can't do anything simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought like, I was like, oh, maybe I should do uh, like, like my listeners, you know, the three that listen, mm-hmm. maybe. Like they're they're my overthinkers. They're right alongside of me because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're listening to this, and you just want you just want more on your brain, like who wants that? Well, it's like a, a it's bunch helpful of over, though. Overthinkers, like me. It's helpful. I think a lot of it. You got you talk to people about um, struggles and how they get through them, and that's helpful to people. I think like it's it it helps other people relate and get through in their own kind of ways it's like their own therapies of uh i'm hopeful tools to uh get through stuff so. yeah that's that's what my hope is yeah that's good thank you all right all right it's Let's time go to, to sleep. sleep yeah <laughs> he does do that too yeah sorry so, so do i every now and then though yeah you do all right, let's stop this old conversation. Okay. Bunch of geezers over here. It's time for sleep. Adios. <laughs>